the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Hey kids, it's me. Don't read me the clown. Is that your creepy clown nightmare that Do-Re-Me, the clown, comes into your bedroom in the middle of the night, throws fake dollar bills around? That can't be your worst nightmare, but believe it or not, according to National Public Radio, reports are emerging from multiple states of alarming interactions with people in clown clothing. Up to this point, law enforcement officials have not uncovered any evidence. Not even a prankster in a clown suit. But in Alabama, at least nine people identifying themselves as clown have been arrested and charged in over just a week. Seven of them, including two adults and five juveniles, face felony charges of making a terrorist threat. In Pennsylvania, state police have received cl- reports of clown sightings in multiple counties. In Kentucky, police arrested a man dressed as clown lurking in a wooded area in the small town of Middlesboro. He was charged with wearing a mask in a public place and disorderly conduct. After police found him crouching amongst trees by an apartment complex. So we have a clown epidemic going on, ladies and gentlemen. No way. You can go state after state after state. My personal opinion is we need a rogue cop to bullet to put a bullet in one of these clowns. <laughs> Literally a clown, right? Literally and figuratively. You will and, then, my authority. and then these people will stop dressing up as clowns. We'll have a clown lives matter kind of hashtag. People will like fall on the side of clowns. People will fall, you know, like they make people happy. They're just out there to like trying to lure kids in the woods to give them candy. And people say, oh, that's sick. That's a seriously sick joke. Um, I don't think there's kind of a point to this story. 
other than in the year of 2001, what's the first thing you think about in the year of 2001? You probably think of 9-11. In 8-11-2001, the big story was there was like six or seven shark bites on the East Coast. Maybe like four or five on the East Coast, one or two on the West Coast in Hawaii or something like that. So it was the summer of the shark. Now we're moving from the summer of the crazy clown, where, like I said, we need to put a bullet in one of these guys. <laughs> and dressing up as a clown and scaring little kids will suddenly be controversial. And we'll be like, it's the f- clown lives matter. <laughs> First and foremost, having been to a circus in my life once, I will never go back again. Having been to one Cirque du Soleil show, I can tell you that all Cirque du Soleil clowns are the most boring, unentertaining people on the planet. If you're one of those people who like go, ooh, Cirque du Soleil, I love it. Cirque du Soleil sucks. What a waste of time and money. Okay, yes, you can see some pretty interesting people bending, you know, 290 degrees backwards over their ankle. But the clowns suck. Anyway, where am I getting at with this? My name is Jessica the Clown. Jessica. Honk, honk. Jessica. Honk, honk. Um, big story right now, right? What was the big story last month? Brexit? Wall Street in your life is pushed by stories. Um, and in the end, I was just talking to an IT guy. He's like, what do you think about the Miley Fools? I said, well, the Miley Fools are okay. Uh, I want to buy their newsletter. I think their advice is pretty generic. You can get it in any generic financial book. Um, I got a generic financial book out there. You know, max out your 401k diversify it, get with low fees, continue to do it in good times, bad, you'll probably end up okay, as most Americans have for 80 plus years. Um, long story short, that's not sexy, and that's not, there's not a story there. You know, the story is, what's the best credit card? Will Twitter be bought or not bought? Um, the whole clown thing I bring up because... You know, seriously, that's in the news right now. On a regular basis, CNN, NPR are writing stories about pranksters dressing up as clowns. Um, I'm probably offending a clown up there. <laughs> I once had to stand in line behind a clown in full clown makeup at DMV, and I, I, I definitively grew to hate clowns. I know you're saying, like, is your best friend a clown? Like, what What happened? Do your dad used to dress up as a clown and hit you? No, no, no. Um, yeah. I will say this. If we can get... How about we pitch this to Fox? You and me. Whoever wants to... I know a couple show producers. Uh, reality show producers. How about we start a show of clown-on-clown violence? Because that's where we are at this point in time. You take a story and you have to bastardize it. If we get clown boxing, 
if we can like um, give them bows and arrows and have them go out in the woods as teenagers dressed in their clown makeup, it would sell. I'm telling you, it would sell big. I'm not talking little. I'm talking big. Anyhow, um, changing topics. Uh, free trips, triple cash back. Uh, what do you prefer for your rewards? Would you like a, a free ticket for a Beyonce show? As the economy strengthens, credit card issuers are rolling out their most lavish offers in years. Figuring out which card will deliver the best payoff for your personal spending patterns can feel like a calculus test. A lot of people have under-optimized their wallets. I know a person whose name rhymes with Mad Curtain who doesn't use credit card rewards. He uses Amex, kind of gets paid back, but Amex isn't a good reward card. I'm like, dude, this card will give you like $300 a year, plus like you can get like these... um, You can get through TSA security like without an issue. And he goes, he flies a lot. Um, He doesn't care about credit card rewards. If you spend $8,000 a year on credit cards, you can make a lot of money or you can get a lot of rewards. Right now, I would say the gold standard is a 2% return. But I just got one with three. I've had one in the past tied towards Fidelity where it gets deposited right into a Fidelity account, which makes savings awesome. Um, American Express, Chase, Discover, they have high cash back rates limited to specific spending categories like gas and groceries. Which, again, if you get 5% off gas, 6% off gas... Take it. Oh, a little Beyonce. So you have to figure out rewards cards. There's a really good website out there called uh, bankrate.com. Bankrate.com. And the points guy, I think he does a nice job as well. Entertaining. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Clown lives matter. Hashtag. You're listening to the best of Rob Black and your money on AM 1220, KDOW. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body. But it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, back the way we rock it. So don't stop. Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Quick Google Google. Google showed off two new phones yesterday, the Pixel and the Pixel XL. Quick Google Google. Which, to me... When you take a look at it, kind of solves a lot of like, <laughs> how shall we say, uh, young 
and overpaid problems of the world. Um, clearly, Google's taking aim at Samsung, which is top maker of Android phones, so it's like brother eating sister, which sounds delicious if you put a little mayonnaise on her. But ah! they're also taking a shot at the iPhone maker Apple. They're going with state-of-the-art hardware and artificial intelligence. Um, from a design stand and specification, the Pixel phones are similar to current flagship smartphones out there. Big old displays, uh, 12 megapixel cameras. The Pixel's going to offer a 5-inch display with the Pixel XL having a 5.5-inch display. Nothing really groundbreaking. Google Assist allows you to have a Siri-like interaction that could leverage the, you know, Google's pull or sway in the world of search. It looks nice. It looks very pretty. That looks very pretty. Um, it's going to have a lot of their software already pre-installed, as you would imagine, like Google Photos. Um, it's going to run a stock version of the Android operating system, which will be cleaner than the skinned versions of the Android that you find on like Samsung's. So Google has been in the phone business before when it acquired Motorola in 2012, though it sold Motorola Mobility to Lenovo in 2014. Um, I can't get excited by this. So, again, it's like a let's get ready to rumble. Google versus Verizon. No, Google versus Apple versus Samsung versus Verizon versus AT&T. Um, it's got unlimited storage in theory. So it charges for up to seven hours within 15 minutes. Ooh, that's nice. But again, is that solve my, does that solve my problems? No, you know what solves my problems? Fifth of scotch. Served at the bar with one, one rock. That's all I love problems. scotch. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. So no $600 phone's going to solve my problems. But even more importantly, kind of, sort of, Google introduced um, a new smart home device called Google Home. And that's going up again, so let's get ready to rumble with Amazon's Alexa. Um, it's a $129 device versus Amazon's $180 device. It comes in several colors. It comes with a six-month YouTube Red subscription. Mm, Where you don't have to listen to ads while you're listening to music or what have you. So we'll see. We'll see. So Amazon gets a little competition there. It's only a matter of time until the boys over at Apple uh, jump into that smart device in the kitchen, powered by Siri kind of world. It'll happen. Have you no fear. Elsewhere out there, businesses added disappointing 154,000 jobs last month. Uh, Full employment is probably where we're at at this point in time. Um, Santa Claus is going to need a bigger sled this year. Poor Santa. So, I saw Santa last year had one of those donuts that you just have to sit on when you have the hemorrhoids. He's just taken on too much weight, and he works just too much with too much stress. Mm. Santa's got hemorrhoids. Anyhow, um, so he's going to need a bigger sled, right? Um, Expectations this year for Christmas are up. So, an extra 3.6%. 
so is expected at about $655 billion plus dollars. A lot more people are working this year than last year, which equals a much bigger Christmas. If you factor in wage growth and higher home prices, it equals a nice, nice Christmas. Last winter had unseasonably warm weather. This year it's going to be unseasonably cold. So retailers are pretty well in check right now with inventory. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Retail sales right now, excluding automobiles, are rose 2.8%. So when you see like a 3.4-3.6% jump, it's exponentially bigger than where we're currently at. The Obama administration did something today that I'm going to tip my hat to. They've committed to eliminating traffic deaths within 30 years. What? I appreciate that. You're very welcome, sir. Um, and I was raised in a family where if you were a Republican or Democrat president, you still respected the person. So the Obama administration said we have a goal of eliminating all traffic deaths within 30 years, setting a timeline for the first time of an ambitious agenda. Now, what's unsettling was 2015 marked the most deadliest year on American roads since 2008. That's one of the things I miss about Mad Men. Don Draper would get in a car, no seatbelt, and he'd have a scotch on the rocks while he's driving, which I loved. Um, just seeing, oh yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Um, so 2015, deadliest year on the road since August 2008. A lot of distracted drivers. And for the first half of 2016, deaths spiked about 10%. Um, I was raised in a family where, you know, when you went and got your uh, driver's license, you know, we were told by my, my dad and my you know, older brothers that, that that's a license to kill. So treat driving as uh, a privilege. So we're losing ground now, but the Obama administration is trying to say, let's get these self-driving cars because everything's avoidable in the world of death and injury behind a wheel. Got to stay focused on it. The Transportation Department will spend $1 million per year for the next three years on grants to help promote safe driving. That is a very small amount of money compared to what Tesla's doing. You know, will we get there? I think we get there at some point, maybe not 100% for sure. But wouldn't it be nice to think that like a 16-year-old you know, cheerleader gets in the car with her best friend and they go for pizza and you know, they're driving home and they get hit by Jim, the guy who's had four DUIs in his life? I applaud Mr. Obama on that one. For your retirement needs, count on living till age 95 with very little income provided by Social Security. That should wake you up to saving more money. I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, Rob Black Show.
Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black talking money, <clears throat> investing, <clears throat> and more. I feel very French today. Okay, can someone explain this to me? How in the name of holy heck did I get on France Today's emailing list? I would honestly... I got spam today from France. We want to invite you to share our passion with France when you receive a regular subscription to our beautiful magazine, France Today. France is a proud country who celebrates liberty above all things, and they have a cultural history and joy in the art de vie, which is mad across globe. How in the name of holy heck did I get spammed onto France Today's magazine? I assure you, I'm not a big French, France, Francophile type of person. I didn't sign up for this. Was it sold by my mortgage? Who sold my information to these guys? I'm greatly offended. I would vote Donald Trump, <clears throat> Hillary Clinton. And we get Anderson Cooper going, okay, I'm going to let both of you hit the buzzer first. Whoever hits the buzzer first wins this question. Uh, Rob Black will vote for either of you if you if you put the death penalty in place for email spammers. No, I. I'm they really both said rich. no. Oh, 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 oh I know who's getting my vote. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, a little golf clap for him for stepping up to the microphone. I think he's gonna throw money at it. I know. I know. Would you vote for someone based on one thing? Um, I think, for instance, all Americans should have a mandatory 401k, 403b, 457, something. State of California is moving that direction. I would vote for a candidate who said that. Just so you know, between you and me. Rising buyer demand and increasing short supply are lighting a fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire in the housing market. Home prices in August surged on a monthly basis by the largest margin in 11 years. And the annual price gain of 6.2% is a sharp acceleration compared to just past two years. Housing values continue to rise briskly on stronger fundamentals and investor fuel demand, as well as lack of adequate supply. Supply and demand. We see that in oil. We see that in housing. It's one of those basic lessons you got to get into. Got to get you into my life, into my life. States with the biggest gains right now, Washington, Oregon, Colorado, and Florida. Um, all kind of armpit states, i.e., we're not in California. Um, we're not the East Coast. We're not the place that everyone wants to be, but we're close enough. Florida's got the retirement issues and the tax issues. So we ultimately have an affordability issue, generally. California's the biggest problem. There's a, just a decoupling between home price growth and median income growth. So that's a bit of a problem. So people go, let's go, let's take our jobs and let's take our people to Seattle. Uh, 
Um, and I run a, a home in Seattle for tasering the hippies and taking them out of society and kind of rehabilitating them. So, triagers. first rate, so is everything else. With that said, let's bring in Tony Mendez, Bay Area Open Source dot com. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, Bay Area dot com. Ultimately, if you take a look at the results of Tesla and Solar City in the last three years, they just lose. And I wish I could curse here. They just lose boatloads, just boatloads of money. It's if you were to imagine, and it's at the force of like explosive diarrhea. <laughs> So they they lose both. It's money. another one of those images that uh, nobody needs to. Have. If you look at their quarterly reports, it's like, <laughs> no, God, please, no, no, it's ca- no. It's cash everywhere, um, and it's a problem. So they're eventually that's going to hurt their stock because they have to issue more stock in order to replace that. So like a lot of people are probably buying in Reno right now, and you may remember um, Tesla took over Solyndra in Fremont. For their manufacturing. Um, so someone, I think, at some point in time is going to take over Tesla for their manufacturing, and they're going to get it at a steal that all the shareholders put all this money into. But I, I don't know. You're seeing Volkswagen's going to come out with an electric car next year, and it's it's rumored to get way more mileage per charge than Tesla. I, I can tell you that a lot of people in Reno are are really hoping that Tesla doesn't fail, doesn't they, they follow through with their promise. Uh, home prices in in the southern part of the city have gone up. The condos downtown have gone up. Um, I think it was like 15 percent in one year in one of the areas in 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 Reno. Uh, it's still quite a bit of a drive to get out to the Gigafactory, but the headquarters can be downtown, and um, I think it's great for the city. And there's so many good tax breaks for businesses to go out to um, some of these counties out near Reno, Story County, for example. Uh, but there's some massive, massive warehouses out there. Um, that are you know thousands and thousands of jobs, and and they're pretty decent paying jobs, better than you know dealing blackjack at at Harris, and um, you know that's going to help Reno. I like the pace that Reno grows. I think it's a little has more normalcy to it. Uh, we you know something that not a lot of people in the Bay Area are used to, but um, you know Tesla's got a big a big stake there, don't they? Mm-hmm. So roughly get this, and I'm going to tie Tesla potentially failing because they're burning through cash. To five years after the housing recovery began, 5.9 million Americans, borrowers, still owe more money on their mortgages than their homes are worth. The so-called negative equity rate in the United States, what do you think it is out of all the mortgages out there? 10%? 12%. It's down from 14% a year ago and down from 30% at its peak. It probably does not include what they call um, vir- it is called virtual negative equity, where where you, you're you not negative on what you owe compared to the value, but you still don't have enough equity to refinance or you don't have enough credit um, or income for it. So there's there's that number probably should be more closer to 20%. What's interesting to that to me is that's another reason home prices are staying higher because 12% of all homeowners are underwater and no one wants to sell and lose money. Um, no one wants to, so they hold on to it. The the good part of that whole story is that uh, mortgage delinquency is down to all-time lows. Okay. So and that's a really good part, and lenders are banking right now on uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA. They're all in the black. Um, they're they're pulling in tons and tons of money right now, giving it back to the Treasury. Uh, if everybody remembers that, uh, they pulled the, the money back from the stockholders and part of the whole um, – you know, uh, a mortgage crisis that uh, the Treasury is benefiting 
immensely from billions and billions of dollars every year. Um, I wish they would give that money back to the homeowners in some way. We kind of are. We kind of have, you know, with the low rates. I feel the low rates have benefited me. And yeah. I will say this. I think the last, you. The last five years where your life has become a nightmare as a mortgage lender, um, it's going to help the U.S. economy because people are qualified for their loans. Yeah. And but, well, the, the, for those people who are underwater, there's something called HARP, Home Affordable Refinance Program. So you can actually have up to 125, 150% negative value. And you can still refinance without mortgage insurance. So there are still programs that are offered that can help people like that, but uh, not a lot of people are using them. So Scott McGillery has invested in over 100 properties and even bought over 30 homes in one day. On He's a host of the HGTV show Income Property. He does one thing before considering a real estate venture, a cash flow analysis. He says, I will never consider an investment property without first doing a cash flow analysis. I never want to get caught in the scenario where I may have to sell at a loss. If values aren't going up, I need to make sure there's cash flow so that I can profit continuously. What a piece of bull crap. Sticking with the, the poop theme of the segment. <laughs> anyway, it's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblack.com. Take me out to the ballpark. Take me out of the game. Um, the odds are out. The Chicago Cubs are 12 to 5 favors to win the World Series, followed by the Boston Red Sox at 5 to 1. So technically, I think that means nothing to me because we are the Giants. <laughs> we win every other year. And until that is broken, we are the Giants. Um, but the Giants have the longest odds this year. So at 22 to 1, that's not good. The Orioles were at 22 to 1, and eh, they're out. Um, just to even get to the National League Championship Series, it's 10 to 1 for the Gigantes, which is Spanish, you know, for Giants. Elsewhere out there in the world, um, shake it off. Shake it off. What is he talking about? Taylor Swift. Oh, if I was 22, she would love me, but I'm not 22. One of the music's big, uh, music's biggest stars and brightest stars and most ebullient stars has inked a deal with AT&T. It is a seven-figure deal. She's going to headline the AT&T DirecTV Super Saturday Night in Houston. What's going on in the world? Anyhow, anyway. Um, but Lady Gaga has got the halftime show this year. I hope Lady Gaga does something like wears a dress made out of bacon or ham or something. I I love Gaga. She once had someone throw up on her to kind of like, you know, show the deprecation of the world in a concert. I hope she commits to that this year for the Super Bowl. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial.
at Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You gotta love Taylor Swift. And if you don't, I don't know what to say. My personal opinion is, like, does she not teach you about marketing? So I left the last segment talking about how she's inked this big deal with AT&T to play the day before the Super Bowl, even though it's Lady Gaga's day, really. And AT&T is basically saying, we want 18 to 35-year-old kids who love Taylor Swift to love AT&T. And they're paying her a big amount of money. Her concert could provide valuable spotlight time for AT&T. A lot of brands, including Visa, have been opting to create experiences in Super Bowl host cities to get the buzz from the big game without having to buy a traditional ad. Last year's Super Bowl ad went for $5 million. Taylor fans, uh, Taylor Swift's fans will get, you know, a big artist at a big sporting event. And a lot of people will be focused on it, and there'll be stories that run on it. So AT&T is getting a lot of bang for their buck, in my opinion. Now, again, you may go, I don't see how that works. But I don't think you get marketing. So, and brands, and what what is the story? If you don't see that as a huge story, I don't, I don't I don't work for you, and I totally you know, I'll admit that. So, um, eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. It's a seven figure deal they did with her. Now you go, go do the math on that. I wish she loved me. If I could be her, her, I don't know, if she wants to trash me in a song after a three-month relationship, I'd be fine with that. Instagram tops half a million advertisers. Woohoo! Twitter Amplify has got an upfront advertising deal with CW and Ford. And the company looks like they're selling themselves. They, it looks heavily, egregiously like this week a lot of bankers are getting together saying who, who should buy Twitter. And they're trying to help Twitter decide. And yet CW and Ford have signed a big upfront deal with more people watching content on different devices and looking for second screen experiences. Um, Advertisers want to get in front of that social media um, experience. And Twitter is a lot more real-time, fast-time, hardcore data than Facebook or Google. So, anyhow, I like you a lot. I do like you a lot. I like you a lot. Manhattan apartment sales plunged 19%. It's the beginning of the end. It's the ORF. I know you're saying ORF. Doesn't he, isn't he the guy who does the dun, 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 um, It's the end of the world when sales plunge 18, 19%. Are you with me or against me? You could, you could choose. 
Oh, okay. Carmen. 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 What is the name of that song? Carmen. Marana. Carmen. Carmen Marana. Carmen Marana. So, and that's Orf. Short first name Carl. Last name Orf. Anyhow, other stories out there um, tied to this one in particular is that apartment sales plunging. We're starting to see white hot conditions lose white hotness. Now, granted, prices remain strong, but the white hotness is, is coming out. Instead of bidding against 20 other people, you're bidding against two other people. A lot of sales recorded were for new apartments that went under contract during the boom times, 2014, 2015. They're just closing now. Bidding wars. Nobody wins in bidding wars. ATM fees hit a 10-year high as banks search for more income. I have standards in the world, like <clears throat> a couple years back, uh, someone I dated, uh, she had a little vocal fry, so she'd be like, so I don't really want any cords in my house, because cords are good. I'm like, out. She wanted to marry me, and I'm like, out. Standards, right? <clears throat> If I'm ever out with you as a friend, as a louver of the world, as the greatest American man on the planet, um, and you pull out a debit card, oh, we're done. But then you could even make it even worse by pulling out a debit card and going to an ATM that's out of out of network. The average out of network ATM fee is now four dollars and fifty seven cents. That's a ten year high. And to me, like Again, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump, first one to hit the buzzer wins, Rob's vote. I will ban, no, no, no. I will put to death anyone who uses an ATM fee and gets charged $4.57. Whoever hits that buzzer first, I'm in. But I just want to set the record straight. Okay, now I've got one Trump for, one vote I'm for Trump really and one rich. vote for Hillary. But she beat you to the, the, the buzzer. So some areas that have low ATM fees, believe it or not, San Francisco at $3.90, Cincinnati, Dallas, L.A., Philadelphia, and Boston, all in that $4 range of $3.90 to $4.33. High ATM fees, Phoenix, Atlanta, Cleveland, Miami, Denver. Phoenix is at $5.07. Not only do you have to live in an area that smells like urine, but when you go to your an out-of-network ATM, you spend $5.07 to get your own money. It's the end of the world. That and apartments falling 19% in in New York. We'll let Orf take us to break. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.